I don't know how to make one. You don't know how to make one. So speaking of the view, the view, the view, the view. The view. Yeah. So oh. today in our, like, any, like anybody wants to see Joey Behar so today up on when the pole. you were in there for lunch. You no, no, actually it wasn't lunch. He only goes on Thirsty Thursdays. It wasn't for lunch. Um, there was actually a, a corporate meeting today. At the VU? No, at, not at the VU. Oh. But somebody brought in VU, um, like, tickets. Tickets to go to the VU? Yeah, to like, the like free entry tickets. Like, wait, wait, wait. One of, the, one of the managers for the corporate meeting brought in tickets to go to the Deja Vu. Yeah, and the, what's the other one? Little, Little Darlings? Darlings? Yep, that one too. Why did they think that was appropriate? Free passes? Well, they were free. They got dropped off today. So that's a $13 value. <laughs> As it used to be. I don't know how much it is now. I don't, I don't know. know what it is. Wait, is it like nights and weekends or is it the day shift? Yeah, nobody wants to go on the day you shift. you got to be careful of the day shift. You'll Why get like it? Chewbacca stripper. What's wrong with the day shift? Well, I've, heard the, I've, heard, I've heard the hot wing buffet is good. but Wait, they have a hot wing buffet? No, they don't. I don't know what they I had. Don't, but what if I mean, they did, people might go. I would say, would you go then if they had a hot wing buffet? Not just. I like would never go to. Like, I would never go to a hot wing buffet. What if it was a hot wing buffet and you got like one hot wing <laughs> and a butt? But you get, you got to eat it out of no. A butt? I stand by my original statement. I would not go. <laughs> you would never go. You would never ever ever go to a hot wing buffet at a strip a strip club. No. Well, okay, what if uh, it was uh, a I, crab leg buffet? <laughs> No, I don't want legs that oh, have Oh, it'd be like those sushi places where you eat off their stomachs, except for grosser. <laughs> Would you a, little, go to... a little more down market. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I, I just need some clarification. Would you never go to a buffet at a strip club, or would just you... Just a hot wing buffet. Was it just a hot wing I would buffet? never go to a buffet at a strip club. Okay. Never? Never. What if okay. it was like a taco buffet? <laughs> Taco Tuesday. Taco, taco Tuesday. No, I'd be worried there's too much cheese on the taco. <laughs> you added too much sour cream. Is that what you're saying? Oh. <laughs> so, but would you go to a hot wing buffet if it was not at a strip club? I would go to a hot wing buffet if it was at a place that has reputable hot wings. <laughs> So not Buffalo Wild Wings. So Hooters. Exactly. That's not a buffet. I would not. It would not be Hooters and it would not be beat ups. It beat up sucks. You know, their normal like saucy wings are are not the best. I will saucy say that. wings. The only thing that they give you that's that's edible and good is the celery stick. <laughs> the smiley face fries. I don't like. I actually like. The I've dry had buffalo their dry wing. rubbed bone-in wings before, and they're okay. Yeah, exactly. The dry seasoning buffalo. But I don't. Seasoning. I don't like. You had the dry. The, rub. I don't. I don't like sauced bone-in. And I don't like dry boneless. So we're, we're still talking about B-dubs, not the strip club. Yeah, B-dubs. Right. You didn't have a, a dry rub bone in. Oh, yeah. Well, you know. No, no, not at the VU. There's a fair amount of chafing, but it's kind of, it's nice. There you go. That's what oil's for. <laughs> oh, what? And the wet naps. So you go to oil night. What, no, the le- the wet naps are lemon scented. You don't you don't want that. <laughs> Do you remember around. the ones that were the fruity pebbles scented ones? No, I don't. No, they made that. Yeah, they smelled just like fruity pebbles. Jonathan just invented those. I, or Fruit Loops. Sorry, I meant Fruit Loops. Make a fruity pebble. Still, mood. that's weird. Why would you want to smell that? Like that doesn't smell clean. No. Like if, 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 if I smell fruity really pebbles, fast. you know, on something that I just cleaned, I think I'd cleaned it wrong. I would clean it again. But you want to know why though? Why? I think it's because the main scent, or the main scent and flavor for Fruit Loops is lemon. 
Is but why why wouldn't you just have lemon though? I don't know. Yeah, why go for Fruit Loops? Like or Ken like said. maybe lime? I'm not saying they actually say Fruit Loops on the package. Yeah, lime, the green lemon substitute. I just typed in a really wrong thing to search. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, since we've begun this podcast. Right. I mean, the real question is did you get the Of course tickets? we have. <laughs> well, this was a great conversation. How could we pass it yeah, As soon as he knew he was going to suck us into a conversation about strip clubs and free admission. Actually, it was, it was, it was actually the chicken wings I got it started. Chicken wing. Chicken wing. So, welcome to the Blix podcast, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Yeah, we're here, and hopefully so are you. With me, as always, is Danan. That's me. Ken. Fabulous saving. And the technical king, Jonathan. I'm not really here today. He's not really here today. But before we get started, I just wanted to do, I know we got a list of things to talk about, but I want to talk about, really quick, just really quick, Popeye's chicken. (laughs) Oh, the chicken sandwich? And that ridiculous... Bullshit. Are you joining a oh, lawsuit? Wait, wait, wait. So, are you party to the lawsuit? That's the kind of ridiculous bullshit I'm talking about. So are we going to talk about our quip we have about that too as well right now? Yeah. we have yeah, one that, for later. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, let's do that right now because it was on my head and it's really annoying and I can't believe people act the way they do. Right, really? Over fast food. Over yeah. fast food that will probably kill you anyways. Right. Well, everything will kill you. But still, you can get shot over chicken sandwiches. Oh, yeah. That's the absurd part about this, is somebody thought that they needed to bring a gun out to try try a chicken sandwich. Right. How insane is that? That's what we've got to. It's pretty standard. They demanded a chicken sandwich. Demanded a chicken sandwich. Yeah, via gunpoint. This is a a situation where someone's gun is too tied to their identity as a person. Have you seen seen the fact that they're selling on eBay for like 100 bucks? See, that's also stupid. Sandwiches? Yeah, these chicken sandwiches are. No. Yes. I don't understand. Help me understand. We've, we've, we've gone around the bend. Yeah, but I don't understand. I had a friend on Facebook post his post about his chicken sandwich being for sale. You right. have a friend that did it. Well, just because they're for sale doesn't mean people are purchasing them. But still, somebody did. Oh, yeah, I saw. I saw. I saw a ray gun on eBay one time. I didn't Ooh. buy it, but a ray gun. <laughs> You saw you saw Reagan? A real authentic working ray gun. Oh. I thought you said authentic working ray. It looked like a P thirty eight space modulator. Ah. Space modulator. And I said it worked. Sure it did. I'm like, what does it light up and make noise? Because I'm pretty sure it doesn't shoot rays out of it. So I don't know. It's like a cannon and like Ray Vinton comes boom, boom, (laughs) boom. Well this guy's trying to sell one for five hundred dollars. Well, you'll probably win. That's the sad part. So somebody, how did, is somebody selling McRibs on there? I mean, this says Popeye's how, chicken how about sandwiches. People actually care about Popeye's chicken sandwiches, professionally vacuum sealed, sold out, five hundred dollars. Okay, okay, folks, how did this start with the Popeye's chicken? Like, did they say like these chickens are really good? And people said, "Okay, I believe you. I want to go try it okay, and shoot I you." you. This one's got two bids on it at twenty eight dollars. Another one. So somebody's going to make it's money. It's not even the reserve. Oh, this person's selling a Popeye's chicken sandwich bag, and it's up to $10,600. 25 bids. What? For a bag? Yeah, the bag. That's that's just him trying to drive up the bidding. Probably. People are insane. I want you to know that. We, you're right, Ken. We have gone around the bend. 
We cannot stop our consumerist impulses. We've got to have a chicken sandwich. God damn it. And if you don't, I'm going to sue you. That's the most American thing I've ever heard. Right. But ever. So if the American public was a child, do we get to take away their guns now? No. Because they're clearly not responsible Did you hear, did you hear what Walmart did? When you did? grow up, you can have them back. I'm just going to put them on the high shelf where you morons can't reach them. And when you're good, you can have them back. Yeah, it's it's kind of like children, isn't it? I don't care how. I want it now. I'm going to throw a tantrum. I'm going to pull a gun, and I'm going to call my daddy and sue you. That's exactly what happened in this day. Yeah, that's my seven-year-old saying it's not fair that anyone else in the world had ice cream tonight. And she didn't. Sweetheart, it's Monday. You don't need ice cream on a Monday. That's for the weekend. You, you need survive. to bring. I don't know. In order drink. to get through it, in order to get through a Monday, I, I, I don't mind throwing back some ice cream. Well, Mondays for us are different from Mondays than that. Yeah. School is generally fun for the most part. I mean, Meh. no, no, no that's where you learn to hate Mondays. Is are, you, are you saying it's better than it's worse than work? Hmm? Well, nothing's worse than work. There you go. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's my point, Ken. The point is. Don't bring a gun to Popeye's chicken. The point is, grow up. Right? If they're sold out of <laughs> really? chicken, they're sold out of chicken. Yeah. You know what you do? Come back a different day. You know, and eat chicken. no, you, carry your, take your gun to Popeye's chicken. That's fine. Ooh. That's fine. Unless they have a sign on the door, you can take your gun anywhere you want. I don't have a problem with that. That's, that's, that's America. That's, that's freedom and work. America. But here's the thing. Carrying a gun does not entitle you to use it to get your way. No, that's what that's they call essentially, the Wild West. That's what they call a mugger. <laughs> yeah, that's right. what they call mugger. <laughs> Did you say mugger or mother? Mugger. mugger. Oh, okay. It could be a mother if she's ornery enough. That's that's literally what a mugging is. But it's probably a dude. Like, right. let's, let's maybe not use our gun for that. And honestly... Because you are part of the problem right. with guns when you do that. Right, like if that's your first, your first go-to is to pull my gun. You don't deserve to have one. No, yeah, you are not a responsible gun owner. You are not a responsible person. Are we at the point where we can at least individually take gun rights away from people and be like, nope, you don't get guns anymore? I said we already do that. Okay. The problem is that the people who have the guns are worried we're going to take their guns away from them. Well, don't do anything stupid. Stop like, you! Stop pulling your gun at Pop at the counter at Popeyes and demanding a fucking chicken sandwich. We won't have this problem. Right. right. All right, Jonathan. So, what are we talking about today besides Popeyes chicken? We kind of. I don't know. He was cleaning it. He was removing earwax with a, <laughs> with a screwdriver. I was. He was distracted. You can't spring these things on him. <laughs> I, I guess. Well, not. you kind of came out of nowhere with this. You thought I thought you were going to have like something else to say about this, but you really. Oh didn't. no, we we're, we're we're done. We were getting too much into the no, gun control about debate. What it is. And yeah. I just wanted to say how ridiculous it is and how childish it is. And if you're any one of those people that had to have a Popeye's chicken sandwich, and I just don't understand how you think. Right. If I were if I were the judge in this case, I would immediately dismiss. The, I would I would immediately find for the for the defendant. Right. And then find the person who filed the lawsuit. Hell because yes. Because this is stupid. There's got to be accountability for stupidity like that. Like, I'm sorry, you're going to have to pay court costs because you wasted my time. Right. Wait, there's a lawsuit too for it? Yeah, yeah. they're suing. Who was suing who? Some person. Somebody su- was suing Popeyes for not having chicken sandwich. Yeah. Oh. For a store running out of stock. Which yeah. happens everywhere. All the time. 
Yeah. It's happened well, to uh, each of us. Well, yeah, well, why don't you go check in the back? Well, there's nothing in the back. Right. And it, it, it gets to the point where instead of arguing with him, I say, okay, and I walk into the back, make a quick circle, then walk back out. Because I know it's not there, and it's just easier. Right. But oh, still, when I, I mean... When I worked food? at... Uh, back in the old days, when I was at Office Max up in Gaylord, and I literally opened that store, somebody's like, well, can you check in the back? I'm like, no. Well, why not? Because everything's in that back room, I put there myself. Right. I know it's not there. Right. They don't believe you, though. No. They think you don't want to do your job. So I'm going to pull a gun on you and, like, go check. I want to... I want I, you, you go get that thing for me. No. Right. That's what the guy at Popeye's Chicken did. Yeah. That's how ridiculous that is. And sounds. now we're going to file a lawsuit. Yeah, because so you guys don't have my chicken. Right. What's going to happen at Black number, Friday? That's it. You said it. No, you said it right there, Ken. You said it right. That's why they're That's why they're going to file a lawsuit, because you don't have their chicken. Yeah, that's right. They my think chicken. they're entitled to their chicken. They think that it's they believe, theirs. They believe they're entitled to it, because apparently it's for sale, and they want it. Right. No. Hmm. No. You didn't pay for it yet. It's not your that's chicken. A, you know, you know, that's People the equivalent of walking, the into some, that's the, walking into a mansion and being like, this is my house because I want it. Get out. Right. And that's when you pull out your gun. Exactly. That is the correct use of a gun. <laughs> that's the correct. Yeah. Like, this is this is also my house known as now. home invasion. I live here. Good grief. So on that on that subject. On, on, so, on that note. On that so you guys note. skipped over my question. Did you hear what Walmart and Kroger just did? Yeah. Yesterday. Uh-huh. What, they, uh huh. What, what what did Walmart and Kroger do? I know Walmart's not selling guns anymore. Yeah, they're not selling guns. They are anymore. selling guns. They are well, selling well, rifles. They're selling rifles they're and selling shotguns and shotgun shells, and ammo for those rifles that they do sell. But they don't sell other and, ammo anymore? And no more handguns. And no more handguns. And they do not, they're asking people to not bring guns into the store. Yeah. Yes, that was the big thing to me. That's, a, that's, oh, a, that's, a so big that's what deal. Kroger did too, is to ask people not to bring guns in. Yes, Kroger yeah. asked for people to not also bring guns into their stores. So that's our one of those amendment rights to not be surrounded by guns at all times? Well, I'm just really surprised that that happened yesterday or the day before, right? Right. And everybody seems okay. Well, There's the NRA like a, put up a big stink. Well, they, yeah, but well, the they NRA have puts to. up a big stink about everything. That's their job. The concealed carry people get to be sneaky now because they're definitely still taking guns everywhere. The, the concealed carry people have always been sneaky. That's the whole point of conceal and carry. Right. I just thought it was interesting. I mean, well, if I if, if I got a gun, I want the guy I want the I want the guy carrying the bad guy carrying a gun to know I got a gun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's that's their thought no, process. No, no, I'm gonna carry the gun on the outside. Like I'm just gonna like you know walk around with it in my hand all the time because I, I I want them to know I have a gun. I'm not gonna hide it somewhere. So what you're seeing is you know our our government is being inept, and you're starting to see these corporations start to you know, take over in ways because eventually it's gotten to the point where it's so absurd and ridiculous that even something as shitty as Walmart isn't going to sell something anymore. Think about that. Think of how selfish Walmart is. They can pull they can pull in tons of money selling this ammunition and they decided not to. Right. And yet government can't get their heads out of their asses. Yeah, we gotta consider our life choices when Walmart becomes the uh Moral beacon in the in the world. Ex- yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, we've gone around the bend. Is Walmart is now the the moral beacon? I mean, they're they're selfish and greedy and a terrible corporation. Our our government, but our they're government willing to let go of money has advocated for the moral high ground to Walmart. 
That's what I'm saying. That's how ridiculous this has gotten. USA. USA. You're starting to see corporations, like, fight for, you know, to try to, to help the climate. You know, corporations are jumping in, and not the oil companies, but all the other companies are starting to say, you know what? We need to start caring for this stuff. Hopefully it's something. Yeah, wasn't it, uh, was I reading, was it Ford? Ford Motor Company that uh, is pushing back on the repeal of the uh, fuel emission standard? Yes, they are. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Like, yeah, we're going to do it. There was even a couple coal companies that were fighting back over some of the changes that the president proposed. Yeah. You know, I mean... If if these these companies that will lose profit because they will lose profit because of this because of their stance are is willing to do that because they think it's a it's important enough and what's going on our government they're supposed to be making these decisions I have their thumb in their asses right but I mean that's really what's gonna have to be this is the new democracy is these corporations have to do these things and we need to applaud them by purchasing our product from them. Oh, I'm and still the not going to shop at Walmart. Who are against but. these things, we have to boycott and make unprofitable. This is the only way our vote actually counts anymore. Votes don't count. Your dollar. That's the capitalism. Vote with your dollar. So if there's a company out there that's doing its part to help, that's the one you pick. That's who you buy your socks from now. That's right. I agree with that, actually. And they know that, which is why some of them are doing it. Some of them, yeah. And some of them are, weirdly enough, headed by vaguely you know responsible people but i think there needs to be more advocacy for and watchdog groups to watch the the corporations and say they're getting their money from here they're spending it on this this is what's going on so here's the list of approved like decent human being approved corporations buy your stuff from these people like these corporations are doing the exact opposite absolutely boycott these ones you know these guys are in the middle they're you know, half-assed trying. Yeah. But someone's got to spend their free time on that. Oh, people are. I hope so. Those are my favorite people. The ones who read terms of service notifications, like people who do all that crap that nobody wants to do, and you just say yes to and assume that it doesn't give away your firstborn. Those are the best people. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) No kidding. What was the last terms of service you actually read the entire thing? Never. (laughs) I have. I couldn't even tell you. I think I did go over the fine lines on a couple of things. I, w- I think it was when I was buying my car. I think that's the only one I've ever done it for. The last one I did it for was for my storage unit. Oh, you wanted to know what not to, to store in there. Yeah, because I had questions about values and stuff Bobby. for the insurance and stuff. But All right, so have you ever had a fever? Who hasn't? Have I've ever, had a fever. Have you ever had to take... I got a fever. <laughs> Here you, it comes. Have you ever had to take an antibiotic? Of course. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm taking one right now. Are you really? No. Oh. All right, so when we come back, I have a question to propose to you guys about fevers, bacteria, and antibiotics. And cowbells. Maybe some cowbells. All right, Maybe we'll be right back. All right. Making his job so hard. You're not making so, my job so hard. Difficult. You guys make my job easy. Ooh, like Sunday smooth, morning. Smooth no, oh, more, you did it. More like a Saturday afternoon. Saturday afternoons aren't easy. No, that's for getting ready. They're delightful. 
gotta, you gotta get ready on Saturday afternoons because Saturday night's all right for fighting. Saturday night's all right for fighting, and then Sunday, mo- Sunday, Sunday's easy. So Sunday's easy. Sunday morning, specifically. Only Sunday morning. What are the times where Sunday morning is easy? Well, it's the morning, so it's morning. anything before noon. So eleven fifty nine fifty nine. Yes, that's easy. And before. Yeah, yeah, and then once noon hits, you got to get shit done. Right. But why? Because you're you're going to be a productive adult. Lawn isn't going to mow itself. Because Sunday right. Sunday is so good. What if you have one of those robot lawnmowers? Well, good. Happy to you then. Right. Do they have like the Roomba lawnmower? The they do. Like, it's a thing. Yeah. Yeah, it does actually it, is. Does it? intelligently just go back and forth or does it just bounce around no, no, your yard for wait. six hours? No, no. <laughs> that I would watch. But actually you have to lay down wire, control wire, under the, in the ground. Uh, it then, follows the wire. It follows the wire. That sounds like too much work. I'd rather just mow the lawn. Yeah. It's so worth one. it though because you never have to mow your lawn again. I guess. Eh. How does it... They actually have one too that you actually right. just mow with it one time around the perimeter. That's better. The perimeter of the house and of the, of the path, you know? And then it mows everything inside of that path. Huh. Like, what if there's, like, trees? You right. mow around the tree. Oh, and it knows to do that. And it knows not to do that area. Things are getting so I feel smart. like my lawn is more complicated than that. Yeah, I really like to think, think so? I'm smarter than something. There's sections, <laughs> things you gotta go around. I don't know if... But if you do all of that on the first go-round, then it learns that from you. Yeah, and then it knows not to go in those spots. And like, then, you then it wouldn't go either. kills your family. But the problem is, Danon, you live on a golf course. So what if it runs over a golf balls? I don't get golf balls. I live on the tee box, not the. Oh, not you live the on thing. the tee box. Nobody okay. hits towards my house. I've only ever found one golf ball, and it was in my front yard. That's because somebody's really terrible. The cross the street is a is a hole that somebody just hit one so bad they hit it past the pin across the street and into my yard. Oh, okay. That's impressive. Did you keep it? Of course, I kept it. Did keep you, all the did golf you, balls. Did you put it in a shadow box? Put it with all of the rest of the golf balls that we just take from the golf club. Do any of you have anything in a shadow box? Mm-hmm. Yes. What does Ken have in a shadow box? Oh, the signed Thor script. The signed, the signed Thor script is in a shadow box because it's the only thing thick enough we could find to actually hold the whole script. All right. Danon, what do you have in a, in a shadow box? Mm, nothing. I have nothing in a shadow box. I know Jonathan has things in shadow boxes. How many things in Shadow? He has at least ten Transformers, and maybe wait, 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 a Voltron or two. Shadow boxes or beautiful diorama. I'm gonna say here is the shadow boxes or display cases because they're a big difference. Um, no, well, a shadow box is a form of a display case. So, how many things you have in display cases? Well, shadow boxes though have. I know what shadow boxes are, but I'm saying the side, so you wouldn't put anything. You wouldn't put toys in them. But they're but they're a form of display case. Not really. No, no, I'm disagreeing. I don't think they're a display case. What are you doing with a shadow box? You're normally displaying the front of something. You're displaying something, right? <laughs> you're di- you're using dis- it to display, technically, yes, something that is not flat. No, you can put jerseys in a, dis- in, a, in, a, in a shadow box. Right. Those are flat. Not really. But you can also not see the back of them. If you're going to put a jersey in a shadow box, you're going to put something that's 2D in a shadow box. Right. You're not going to put something that's 3D. Well, script is 3D. No, it's not, because technically all I know of that is that that could be just the front page. 
But it's not. All that real, all the only thing that really matters on that thing is the front page because that's what's signed and it says what it is. Okay, well, and there's a certificate of authenticity. Let me change exactly. So the 2D version of that, the view of that in 2D, is all you need. All right. Well, let me change the question. What do you have in display cases? Right now. Sure. Nothing. Oh my god, because you moved. What do you usually keep come on, dude? Seriously, work with me here. I used what to have I used to have my grandpa, I used to have my grandpa's medals. Okay, so Ken had a grandpa's medals. In, in, in a shadow box. There you go. And that makes sense. Uh I have my grandfather's flag. Okay. And it's technically in a shadow box. Yep. Um Did he have his own flag or was he a veteran? He was a veteran. Okay. Jonathan's I don't know if he was like you know royalty or you know part of the, member of the British nobility or something. I don't. I you can't. you keep things in in display cases when you're on all unpacked. I know that you do. I I don't. Do you own a display case? Like a like a carryo cabinet? Why are you making this so hard? Do you own a display case? I want to know if you're talking about answer the question. Yes, he's talking about carryo cabinets. Yes. Yes, I own a carryo cabinet. Okay, and you what never put you anything in there. Aside from curios, <laughs> um, honey nut curios, <laughs> dude. If you're trying to get me to say my transformers and all the other stuff, I just I don't. I'm not trying to get you. I'm just trying to get you to answer the question. Because you're playing like super avoids. What do you keep dildos well, or, or something? So you like have no. so, so you, you have don't want to say you what you have, have a curio cabinet. Yeah, and it's empty. What would you normally keep in the curio cabinet? Or what did you keep at one time? I never have actually put my collection in that cabinet. So it's always been empty. But So why did you acquire that cabinet? My parents bought it for me as a gift. With the intention of you putting your collection in it? They didn't know what I was going to put into it. Did you ask for this? Or did they just no, they just picked it up one day. Who just buys their kid, their male child, a curio cabinet, cabinet with no intention of why it would be useful? Dude, I don't know. All I know, it was one year I came home on my it's birthday. For his Precious Moments collection. I don't have one of those. I do have a. I do have a dog collection. Do you have the Hummels? The Hummels See, he's trying to avoid answering this, and I want to know why. Weird. If you're not gonna, if you're not gonna be using that curio cabinet, then I'm sure we could use it here at some point because Kirby's got a bunch of bells from her mom now that she needs to display. Hmm. Well, we did have my, we did have the good china in the built-in cabinet at the house, but we just took all that out. Well, I'm not talking about their, your, your parents' good china. No, it's mine. I'm talking about your curio case. It's empty down in my mom and dad's basement right now. Oh, for all of the answers except it's for what was for in the curiosities. <laughs> I, now I am curious as to why he is so thoroughly trying to avoid this question. It's got to be signed porno movies. Something. That's the only thing I can well, think about. I, because I, why would I? I wouldn't be no. Because I'm trying to think of any. Because he's the one who signed them all. That's like, the thing. <laughs> he wasn't. Just, he wasn't. He wasn't in the movie. He I, wasn't attached to the making of the movie at all. He just. I just signed he, them he just all. autographed them all and put them in a cabinet. A bunch of VHSs <laughs> of uh, porn. He's hand signed. Doctor like, Naughty and the Night Nurses. Wait, this is where he keeps all his his ears. He cuts he signed, off his victims. He signs obviously. them all buck naked oh. and miles deep. It's the murder trophy. It's the murder trophy case. We figured it out. Okay. Now, I have had shelving units that I have displayed Transformers on. But they weren't in cases or anything. But they weren't in cases, so, so that would not be an answer. But some of them were still in the original boxes. So they were display shelves. Correct. Okay. All right. We've now, got somewhere. I now, don't know where, 
But we managed to get no, something. No, does anyone remember why we're having this conversation? I don't know. I have no idea, to be quite honest. Mostly because but... he's being so evasive. <laughs> That's only... why. Now, my if comic book collection the are... What are, you, what are you going to call the sleeves and the backers for your comic books? Sleeves and backers. So my comics are in those. Yeah, that's fine. Probably at least 70, 70% of them are. Yeah. And then, now my magic cards. You have some of your magic cards in plastic cases. Don't tell me that you don't. Well, majority of them are. Okay. Binders. Mm. Oh, if you're going to talk binders, Jesus. Binders upon you know binders. Those, you know those totes that you can get at Home Depot that have the wheels on them? And they're like 60-gallon totes. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I had 10 of those. Of magic cards? Of just magic cards. 600 gallons of cardboard. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Press board, actually. That uh, when I took them to the storage unit, I also wrapped them in saran wrap to make sure no liquid got in them. Moisture lock. Yep. Put a tarp over them. And put silicone packets inside each one of them as well. And And then also put dry lock into the storage unit. A lot of money into those things. And rested two open umbrellas over all of that, just to be sure. No, not yet. <laughs> so, not, not, not don't give him any ideas. Yeah, but on the way home, he's gonna. <laughs> Jen, right. Jen just did go buy four umbrellas for five dollars a piece, so I might have a use for those now. Thank you. Why did why why did, why she, did buy she buy four umbrellas? They were all going to Run Fest. Ah, sensible. Sprinkling. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. All right. Well, I apologize to everybody for getting us on the tangent. I feel like I started this. So you did um, start this. Honestly. I did start this. I did. You're I did. A bastard. I'm a bastard. I'm a dirty bastard. Um, Jonathan had a question uh, for us before the break about antibiotics. I did. So here's my theory. And then I looked this up last night. Me and Pete, how long ago did we talk about this? Oh, I don't know, about a month or so. It was over a month ago, wasn't it? Because before our month break. Yes. So why are you British all of a sudden? I don't know. Don't know. Is he? <laughs> is he? He's trying to be. Failing miserably. Yeah, I'm no. not good at British. All right, Ken, I want, Ken you got to pay attention to this, because this, this is, a, this I'm is here, an important I'm question. I'm here. I'm checked in. Let's do this. Are bacteria actually the Earth's immune system activating to get rid of a problem of other bad organisms on the planet? I.e. us. I.e. humans. Yeah, mm. and then is global warming the, the Earth getting a fever? fever? So that it kills... The bacteria causing the fever. Oh boy! No, because that's the the fever is meant to kill the bacteria. So if the bacteria are meant to kill us, which is no, no, the no, problem, we're, we're the bacteria. The bacteria is the is the Earth's antibodies. Yeah, bacteria. That yeah, way. we're looking at the yeah the, the uh, bacteria is like the white blood cell. Yeah, like the viruses and bacteria are white blood cells. Right. And the the, we're the global cancer. warming is the fever. I no. got a fever. I don't think so. You don't think so? No. No, you don't believe that life that... is just vicious and cruel, and when there's too many of any one thing, there's just lots of opportunity to feed on it. So opportunists abound. Bacteria is one of them, one of many, and it'll do I everything know, it can to eat and survive. What if what if the Earth wants kind us of off? like humans? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's why we're gonna die. We're we're, we're reaching overpopulation, like any deer population. We're really not. Mm, but we're... I don't know why people keep saying that. You don't think we're having a population crisis? Because of the crisis? way we're doing it. The You're United right. States could accommodate another half a billion people. But with, how with smart would no, that be? With no loss of resources and nobody having to give up their home or share it with other people. 
Okay. There's that. There's that much open space in this country. But how smart would that be, though? If you think about I'm it, not, like, I'm not saying it's a good idea. I'm saying it's possible. We're not reaching overpopulation anytime soon. Okay. When the Earth's population doubles from what it is now, then we may maybe we have to we have to think about that. Okay. But, but there's still a lot of wild space in both India and China, which are two, which are the two world, world's most populous places. But do we need to be everywhere, Ken? Everywhere? Well, see, that, here, that's, here's the thing, though. So then we would, literally would be the cancer growing and consuming the planet if we were in every right. single space. Yes. Which is what we're And doing. the planet couldn't survive or handle that. Of course right. it can. Therefore, it would release things and kill everybody. The planet's fine. It doesn't care. I think sure the planet does I'm not sure care. if you're playing devil's advocate or if you're actually being serious right I think now. The planet, why, I think why the, planet the planet does care? Like the mountains care? Does well, the it's, ocean a, it's a care? living organism. It's a body of water. It doesn't well, care about anything. All right, so you think, but no, this is, this is actually kind of helpful. If you think about the planet, if the planet is ourselves. Right. And if you, if you believe in something bigger than yourself, which a lot of people do, think of it this way. Now everybody's seen the pictures of the uni- of the gal- of galaxies looking like like or nebulas looking like brain patterns and things like that. Sure. So it all kind of makes sense if you think about it in that grander scale. Of this is just life. A lo- this is larger life going through the same biological process. I think it is. I mean, you really think about it. So we're floating around through space on universe's testicle. For all we know. For all we know. And we're giving that testicle cancer. That testicle is giving it ball cancer. That's right. We've but, given it to it. Like it's Lance Armstrong's original number one. Best yeah. case scenario, though, this little testicle we're on is going to be a cold, dead husk. No matter what. That's, there's, not, no, no, there's it, it that's not necessarily true. No, because if the sun expands and this... Ball okay. we're on right now. So it, it won't last long enough to be a cold husk. It will just get burned away. Correct. So whether or not it has an immune system, it'll be whether melted. or not it lasts for a billion years, a trillion years, or whatever. It right, so not so maybe die. not cancer, more like AIDS. <laughs> it's got the AIDS. Eventually, it will kill you. Yeah, well, it's a disease nonetheless. Yeah, but you guys it's are a terminal putting disease. a lot of importance on us. Like when we're dead and gone. Something else is going to grow up from that. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, but you know, once the Earth like purges itself of the cancer, us, it heals. It heals. So, what difference does it and make? And then to spawns the new life. If it's us or the cockroaches become sentient. How do we know they're not? Well, it's we true. don't. We just don't speak cockroach. So they they could be plotting our demise, or using us. Didn't somebody make something that they can control cockroaches with? Uh, yeah, that was a microchip. That was Hank Pym, was and it was a, ants. It was, no, it was like a microchip and, and radio frequencies or something. They yeah, can they, control cockroaches. Yeah. The cockroaches. The cockroaches. <laughs> you filthy cockroaches. And it turns out they were all racist. <laughs> it's because of cockroaches. So anyways, so are we causing our own demise? Or is the Earth? Oh yeah, out? actively. No, no, it's definitely. I, 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 you know, I agree that it's probably us. Yeah, because we're selfish. And, and if we, if we could learn how to be a healthy and supportive parasite, 
right. and form a symbiotic relationship. Yeah, absolutely. I think I, I think like the, the relationship we probably used to have when you know back in was, our hunter gatherer days. Back in our hunter gatherer days, mm-hmm. like that kind of symbiotic relationship. I'm probably always, more so when there wasn't you know a billion of us. Yeah, I don't know. I always waffle back and forth between. Are you supposed to just live in the woods like an animal and everyone be balanced with nature and the very Christian uh, belief that the the earth is just here for us to do whatever we want with? It was a gift. We should use it. Burn it up. Use it up. Dig it up. Who cares? It's ours to do whatever we want with. See, by that, uh, by that kind of thinking, though, burn it up. Who cares? I mean, you know who cares? Are, it's easier for us to say because we're going to be dead and gone, but who cares? They're going to be like the children of our children and their children. You're like damning them to like this burnt nothing. Yeah. That's good for them. No. You know? But some of them are going to survive. No, they're not. If, the, if it's a burnt nothing, it's burnt nothing. Well, it's never burnt nothing. And they're going to die. They're going to go through walking dead for a while where they can't trust any other humans because there's only going to be like tribes of humans left and eventually everything will die. You want them to live through that? Well, wait, 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 wait. If we go back to just tr- little packets of tribes everywhere, wouldn't that be back to the beginning? We went full circle. No, because it'd be different. Because this time we would have guns. <laughs> so, we'd be shooting. Here's the thing: we would be shooting each other. We already do. Well, well I'm hoping it's a little Thundar the Barbarian. I'm not gonna. I'm lie. just saying it's gonna be the exact same the way it was before. If we're all those little I mean, pocket tribes all around I guess, the place. I guess you're right. I guess it's fine because we'll have a gun so because yeah, we allow so, our, so our children. Rocks, are, so throwing rocks, we throw hand grenades. Yeah, like our children are all afraid to go to. So they're actually building a school and what is it? Fruitport in Michigan. Fruitport. That they're yeah they're building a brand new forty nine dollar million thirty nine million dollar school in Fruitport, Michigan, which is over by Grand Rapids. Wait, you have to explain to me why there is a city named Fruitport. How lazy is that? I don't know. Why is it, how lazy is a city it, called Flint? It contains <laughs> neither fruit nor a port. Right. Fruit port. It's like, landlocked. That's the dumbest city name. Well, it's like Cape Girardeau, Missouri. Like Cape Girardeau? Yeah. Like Depardieu? <laughs> yes. Well, but anyways. This Cape of what, though? This, this school oh, in Fruitport God. is being built to thwart... An armed assailant. They're oh, building it this way one. with curved walls and hiding places. This is how disgusting it's become. Right. So, anyways, the Earth. Let's just say the Earth wants to go. I would want us out of there too. <laughs> right. So who's who's next in line though? Who is the Earth protecting by eliminating us? Itself. So, well, what's the point though? If it can't harbor beautiful, intelligent life like us. But who's, it can. Who's like, next in line? Who's, like who's coming up? Dolphins are intelligent. Octopuses, sorry, are intelligent. And they have to crawl out of the the water. You can't. They can crawl. It'll get there. They'll get there. You can't smelt underground. If, if frogs are building castles, octopus will get there. Frogs are building castles. I like how we went full circle with that one. Wait a second. So the Gungans are taking over? The Gungans are taking over. Yep. Tech Jar Jar Binks is going to be your, your boss. That's how bad we he's are. A, he's yeah. been our overlord for a long time. It's That's preferable to have the Gungans. He's technically our savior anyway, so we're all good. Yeah, yeah Jar Jar Binks. He's a Sith and you know it. Jar Jar's not a Sith. He's a well, he, troll. He he's a duller. Dark, dark Even Sith. if he is a Sith, he's still our savior. What? 
mind blown a little bit there. No, how is anybody saved if like the emperor, the empire, and the new world order are always in charge of everything? We've accomplished nothing in any of these movies. Did you did you, did you read that article about order, how the empire is correct in Star Wars? There's always that. You wonder. No, I haven't seen that one though. Anyways, so we need to, we need to plan on doing that though. We need to talk about Star Wars theories before the next movie drops. Mm. Oh yeah, we can, we can talk about how much I hated the last one. You hate everything. I hated the last one. I actually liked the majority of them. I don't get the hate on those ones. I don't understand. Oh, the first three. Well, the the prequels. Yes. Okay. No, the new the new ones have all been fine. No, the. We'll, we'll get into this later. We'll get into yeah. this later. Okay, okay, okay. I don't understand. Sorry I, for a different day. What is ne- next day? Next day. Move on. How? Move on, I said. How does I one said, move on. hate any movie? I'm not... Okay, I don't actually hate. I don't hate much. I'm just disappointed. Does that make sense? Okay. See, that's a different level. I'm disappointed. Okay, that's a little bit of a different level, and I could... I, could... I dislike. I'm disappointed. I'm unnerved by... Do you want more synonyms? But I'm not just talking about that. There's a lot of things that you always talk about how bad things are. I do, because there's a lot of things that cheese me off, man. There's a lot of things that cheese you off, too. Like what? Like anything. So angry. (laughs) I know. You're so mad. What am I mad about? You don't like hot dogs. You hate hot dogs. I don't hate hot dogs. You do too. Didn't he say he hated hot dogs? He had a blood vendetta against hot dogs. He has a blood vendetta against hot dogs. If I hated hot dogs, I would go into every Kroger and take all the hot dogs and throw them on the floor. No, you wouldn't. You would just hate them from a distance. You hate anything that's meat in a casing. That's not true. Bullshit. Better chitters are good. What? Now those are disgusting. (laughs) This is my point right here. He just proved it again. Anyway, so what's next on the list? Well, well, let's go around the table and let's see. Ken, do you think the Earth is releasing viruses as antibiotics to kill humans? Yes or no? There's a lot of intent in that question. And a lot of anthropomorphizing. Yeah, I don't know if I can do a yes or no. I think it's an interesting theory and it's worth more study. Yeah. But I can't form an opinion on it right now. Um, My response would be possibly. Possibly. I'm not going to say no. But I'm not quite ready to say yes. All right. Danon? To that specific question, no. But like Ken, it, it is an interesting theory to think that the, the the all of the life on this planet is essentially one life doing its best to, to be... To keep balance. To keep balance, yeah. And it, which I've thought of anyway. Because, I mean, essentially, if you follow evolutionary little tree back, there's one point where it really was all life. And they each just found their own way to survive. And... Kept See, the, surviving. The, the only, the, the only, only thing. the strongest argument against the theory is that in a in that kind of situation, biologically speaking, all of the bacterial cells are working for the same goal. Right. They're all trying to take over the host. Whereas, if we are the cancer, there are far too many of us not actively working against that happening. So you mean the fact that we are making antibiotics against the bacteria that are trying to kill us? Yeah, we we ourselves are we're trying to eliminate ourselves. Yeah, he's saying that we're trying to eliminate ourselves because cancer doesn't eliminate itself; it just grows. Yeah, cancer has cancer does one thing. All cancer cells do one thing: grow. 
reproduce. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, but hold on. So I understand what you're saying, but what if because we're all so differently genetically coded, we're not actually the same cancer cells? So that's why we're allowing ourselves to take each other out. We're not that different. A difference is a difference. Yeah, it's so minute, though. Well, that's how evolution works. That's true. That's true. So, I mean, any difference in my genetics to your genetics was... And maybe that's actually what it is. It's it's actually pre-programmed in it that says because we're different and we're both different cancers, that's why my family tribe is more important than your family tribe, and that's why I want to eradicate you. Well, that would make a lot of sense. People do like to join teams. They do. Right, but Birds. historically speaking, though, has the Earth ever had cancer before? Were the dinosaurs cancer? Just kidding, dude. Were... I'm just kidding. Well, it's possible. We don't, not having been alive 65 million years ago, we don't know. Right. Yeah. They say there were five extension level events before the dinosaurs even. Yep. There was the big one, was that they just called it the Great Dying. Yeah. Right. So we don't know what was going on then. I mean, I don't think there were other life forms, Did but they... something was happening. Do they have speculation of what happened during the Great Dying? Uh, something about heat. There was a lot of dying. Well, obviously a lot of dying. Something about hot. Being hot. Yeah, hot. heat. Hot Killed bears. everything that in the seas. And... So was there like an ash level or anything like that that they found? Could have been a lot of volcano action. Volcanic it might have been volcan- volcanic which action. Would, which would affect the skies and mm. vegetation, which oh. causes everything to die off. And then... Eventually, it settles, and which could be the Earth throwing up, right? Well, <laughs> technically, yes. I guess that could be the breaking the analogy, point of the fever. Is right? just like is magma coming out? It's just like massive, or the entire ring of fire explodes, right? And it's just like you know what? Uh, let's just do this. We're just gonna throw up now. Let's get out all the bad. Yeah, boot and rally. Let's go. All the bad. All the bads. All the bads. All the bads. All the goods. You know what else is really bad right now, though? The Uglies. <laughs> is that, a, I, is that a TV show? The, the Good, the Bad, and the, the Ugly. ugly. It's a oh, that's a, that's movie. a movie. Yeah, one of my one of my favorite movies. You know, how am I surprised? Why? That's a great movie. Because it's a horrible movie. See, you're Ooh. weird. You haven't even wow. seen it. Yeah, you, yeah, talk, yeah. you tell me that I don't like everything. You, you don't, don't like. Do you not like spaghetti western? You don't like Good, Bad, the Ugly. You don't like Rocky Horror Picture Show. No, that show is. See, weird. see. Damn it. Janet. So don't tell me that I hate everything if you don't like anything either. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but I won't say it's a bad movie. No, he judges you for not for, for not disliking the same things. That he There's a difference. Yeah, no, right? this is the difference. Pete says it's a bad movie. I will say I don't like the movie. What's the difference? Well, when you say something's bad, it means that nobody else should like it. It's like semi-implied with that. It's no, a bad I, thing. That's just in your head, man. When I say things are bad, Whoa, I think they're poorly Stewart. done. There's a lot of things like Plan Nine from Outer Space a is a bad thing. movie. It really is. It's poorly done. Was attack, uh, but Mar- was Mars it's Attacks? It's also fun. Hmm. What's your rating on Mars Attacks? Mars Attacks is fine. I'm surprised. It was intentionally bad, though. That's, that's, that's the, the difference. That was satirical of invasion type movies. Right. That's the point. You have to appreciate the intention there. There's a difference between making a making making intentionally making a bad movie, right, and trying to make a good movie and having it turn out shit. Speaking of which, I uh, have you seen Dark Phoenix yet? Yes, watched it this weekend. I and have to say, Jonathan liked it. I, I thought it. it was okay. 
Could it have been better? Yes. Was it as bad as everybody was saying it was? I didn't see it. I didn't see the badness. I was in mostly it. just disappointed. I was disappointed too because it left so many unanswered questions. Not that any, and, and none of those questions are going to get answered. I know, and that's what really upset me the most was the fact that, and I don't mind that Disney and Fox merged, but I do. <laughs> those who really have merged here. It was kind of like Disney corporate just takeover. Them. Yeah. Mm. I'm just, I'm, I'm still sad about Spider Man. Oh, poor Pete Spider Man. <laughs> Spider Man, Spider Man, Irving Spider Man. What about Spaghetti Man? Yeah. I, I want to. I, I don't know if we can watch that. I want to watch that movie with you guys. I think it'll be hilarious. Did you watch the trailer, Dayton? No. I shared it to the group page. It's yeah. like the worst superpower in the history of the world. He just shoots spaghetti. So instead of shooting spider webs, he shoots spaghetti out of his... Like sauce and everything? No, no, just, no just, spaghetti. Spaghetti. Just, spaghetti. just Just noodles. dry noodles. They're not dry noodles. They're oh. wet noodles. Well, they're wet noodles, but they're like just by themselves. Just Like somebody cooked spaghetti and then like threw it on their fingers. Like imagine you just reach into a pot of spaghetti and grab a bunch and just threw it at someone. So what's what's the intake of energy to output for that? Like are we solving world hunger with this? Uh, no, he actually tries to save a lady. That's all we really see. It's it's because they be couldn't like, oh, afford special effects. You want some spaghetti? You yeah. want some spaghetti? Right? He can work at a soup kitchen. Like, be a yeah. hero of Hell's uh, Kitchen. He can work at Italian Gardens and, right? make, and save them billions. Start his own business. Right, exactly. Yeah, if, everybody teams, if he teams up with a, with a guy that shoots breadsticks so. out of his butthole... Is this He's the story of how he met like marinara girl and like <laughs> that's her period? Is that her period? Oh man? no! I knew you were gonna go. There, I knew you were gonna go there, it. dude. I knew you it. did it. But it is so well seasoned, <laughs> <laughs> you won't even believe it. <laughs> the meatballs are a little odd, though. <laughs> it's yeah, they have crabs. The meatballs are a little weird texture. They got a weird texture. It's a little slippery. So is a dangerous guy for the Parmesan cheese. Yeah, he scratches his head. They have a whole restaurant, Mm -hmm. and it is immediately given the worst grade. And I can actually see this. I was thinking this as like an Avengers spoof movie, where all these people have these really bad food powers. Are there good food powers? I don't think there would be good food powers. Cheesecake man. What's yeah, yeah? But you're still producing that from your body. So unless he teleports it from an alternate cheesecake-based yeah, like, dimension, he, he does like, <laughs> like well, that's how you do it. Like Doctor Strange style, where a little a little green swirly going to bloom, down drops a cheesecake. Right, that'd be pretty sweet. I'd be all right with that. <laughs> what if he cut off a piece of his finger and it regrew and that turned into the cheesecake? That comes from his body and that's that's finger cheesecake. Would right. you eat it? Wait, 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 no. Does the finger grow back or does it just like? The part that fell turns into cheesecake. Both. And he's slowly just killing himself, one knuckle at a time, <laughs> giving people the most delicious cheesecake, cheesecake they've ever had. So he's captured by the bad guys because they're having a big party, and they want to impress their girlfriends, so they like start cutting off his fingers. His friend's got to come save him before he gives up too much cheesecake. This is the greatest cheesecake I've ever had. That's insane. Bring him to me. Like, he feels all the pain, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, you're still just getting your finger cut off, but it turns into cheesecake. <laughs> That's horrifying. I feel we should make this movie yeah. somehow. So he's just, like, tortured in a basement, beat up and bloody, just being held against his will and slowly losing his fingers. <laughs> also, <laughs> the boss can have his cheesecake. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because it's just so damn good. Like, you... <laughs> 
Just and so damn good. After you've tasted the cheesecake, everybody's like a little bit a less question. angry. They're like, oh, that is phenomenal cheesecake. The only, the uh, only way to achieve world peace is to, to, to ki- slowly kill this guy and make everybody eat the cheesecake that he produces. I have a question. Would this be considered cannibalism? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> but even though it turns into cheesecake? Yes. Yes. You're still going to consider it to be cannibalism. You're still eating a dude. Yeah. Yeah. But with fresh strawberries. But what with if, strawberries. Well, what if there was no structural DNA tied to him in it? Doesn't matter. Yeah. Still eating a dude. Then he would he literally be made of cheesecake. That's just stupid. Yeah. yeah. You're getting outlandish now, J-Bo. The stakes are pretty high, though, because you got to go at a knuckle. And then once you hit, like, the wrist, elbow, it just gets... But the cheesecake's are really big, though. Yeah. And dry out kind of fast. Everything's proportional. That thigh one? Oh, my God. To die for. I have yeah, a feeling like, you like, kill it's like, for. It's like a wedding cake. <laughs> I have a feeling you've already the experienced his daughter's getting married, so they take his thigh. I'm, t- I'm here to take your thigh on this, the day of my daughter's wedding. Oh, God. And the whole story is just him slowly being eaten and then never rescued. That's horrifying. <laughs> that sounds like or, everyday life. Or rescued when he's finally like a stump with no joints. That does kind of sound like and life, they, doesn't they it? Let him it go. sounds like everyday life. I'm not gonna lie. Tortured and you never get rescued. He's like, <laughs> he's like okay, you're done. <laughs> Thanks for your service, and they just kick him out the door. I make yeah, because it's like, like he, the Don dies, and the new one that takes over is lactose intolerant, so he has no use for him. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the real tragedy of the story. Will you make sure that at my funeral, you guys serve cheesecake on my casket? On sure. your casket? Yeah, just like, uh, a whole bunch of cheesecakes. Um, Why not? We're just going to put it right on your chest. That's fine. People have to bend over and grab one. Mm -hmm. I'm also going to hire a barbershop quartet. Mm -hmm. Nice. Really? Yeah. To sing about the cheesecake. To serenade us while we're having a cheesecake. Okay. Be really happy if I figured you'd rather just have Pete play his guitar. Well, I can still play his guitar. No, I wanted to enjoy it. (laughs) Oh! (laughs) I'll be part of the barbershop quartet. Jonathan is dead. You have AIDS. <laughs> not, HIV. Not, not HIV, but full-blown AIDS. Man, we are all kinds of fucked up today. Yeah, we are. All right, so when we come back... So when we come back, why is the world so negative? <laughs> I hate it. Because <laughs> it's a cancer and it because, needs to be because, Seriously, we're going to talk about my experiment of not being on Facebook. Oh, for, yes. The past two and a half months. Damn straight. And how it has affected my outlook. And another story that I read today about how you should not watch the news every day. Sweet. Done and done. Right back. You ever find yourself negative? Always. I'm the most upbeat person I know. (laughs) John, uh, yeah, Jonathan. Jonathan's usually pretty I'm a positive. Goddamn ray of sunshine. <laughs> Ken's a goddamn ray of sunshine every morning. I would say if of the people in this room with us right now, that Ken probably is the most sunshiny. Yeah, probably. I would say Pete's yeah. on the other spectrum, on the other end. Really? I like the shadows, the darkness. Really? Quite and the then, opposite. Sunshine, go away today. I don't feel like. I don't feel like dancing. And then Dana, you're like, in, you're not halfway. But you're like between halfway and sunshine. He's, he's the great really? Jedi. Yeah. Hmm. And then I'm like the middle of the road person. Again. I figured I would have been a great Jedi because I would definitely do some sketchy shit if I had a lightsaber. Right. Yeah. 
I'd make a lot of toast. I can't, I can't promise I wouldn't go in the back door. I'm just, I'm just gonna get how do you get your arm know. cut off by a Jedi kill you, by the way? It cauterizes it. It's instinct it's, it's instantly cauterized. You still go into shock and have a heart attack. I don't think that dude in uh most Eisley Cantina died. No. 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 Most people don't die from having their arm cut off. I mean if you read the novels, neither uh, Darth Maul didn't die from getting cut in half. That's true, he didn't. Actually, he's alive. Yeah, he's still alive. Mm, I hear there's still hope that he's coming back in the next one. Uh, nope, he died again. Again? Yep. Like, they, they almost he, wrote him back in, and then... Well, they wrote him back into the cartoon, uh, which is canon now. Oh, uh, and current then... Current canon, and then he died in that. Oh, so he he he, he completely died. Hmm. He was yeah. only slightly dead he's before. The, he's, he's the Phil Coulson of... <laughs> well, he uh, got mostly dead. Star Wars mostly dead, right. Well, it had this whole thing to do with his brother and a whole bunch of other stuff. Hmm. Anyways, why is Darth Maul so Darth, negative? Darth, Darth Scratch. Right. Darth Scratch. <laughs> so, we're going to preface this. Um, Jonathan and I were talking about this because I went on vacation um, a while back, and I was gone for a week completely off the grid. Like, you couldn't even get to me by phone. And it was really nice. And then when I got back, you know, as soon as I turned on my phone or as soon as I turned on my, my uh, laptop, all this negative vibe come flooding in like every story was negative every story was murder every story was death every story story was doom and gloom and it really hit me how much we're constantly bombarded by that every day jonathan has been off facebook for how long now uh, at least two and a half months i mean he now, still goes on it to post to our group and um when he has to for work well i have my work page but my work profile does not have any of my personal friends I actually has like, I think he has three friends, and that's all because I have to tie people to admins to our pages. Right. And to, the easiest way to do that is if you're friends with the person. Right. But I don't follow any, I've now officially stopped following with that one. I've unfollowed all news organizations. So all I follow now is different outreach programs, different community service centers, and different pet things and whatnot like that. So. Yeah. I mean,. Everything and, and start look for those that are listening. Pay attention to that. Start looking like when you go to I don't know the the big news organization for our area is M Live, you know in Flint. So if you go to their page, um, and M Live is actually believe it or not not that bad. <laughs> if you read through the stories, I mean they're they're really bad at reporting, but. <laughs> If you actually look at the, the Wikipedia sp- copy and paste, yeah, they're really bad at reporting. But if you look at it, a lot of their stories aren't aren't so negative. They do have some positive stories in there. But if you go to CNN or God help you Fox or any of the other or major just, MSNBC, any of the other news even, organizations, even just our local ABC twelve, it, yeah, they're. I would say seventy five percent of the stuff that they cover is negative news. Negative news. Do do we think the world is really as terrible as it is portrayed to be? Is no. that just what Sinclair Broadcasting is telling us? Sinclair, yeah, Sinclair being one of the major proponents of it, but well, is it Ken? ABC Twelve is not Sinclair. Just no, the world's no? not as negative as as it's portrayed to be. But here's the thing, and there's really no way of getting around this. It's worse. If <laughs> if people would stop reading that shit, I guarantee you, they would stop posting it. Yeah, exactly. And that's the only reason why they post it is because people read the negative That's post-it. the stuff people read. That's the stuff they have to put out there. But I've gone now for two and a half months, and I've... I mean, it was really stressing me out how much it was starting to affect me. 
And I remember talking to Pete, and I was like, you know, I think I'm just going to turn it off. Cold turkey it. And I uninstalled it from my phone. So did I, by the way. Facebook is not on my phone. Because I was constantly having anxiety over it. And so I uninstalled it, and so the only time I can actually get onto my actual Facebook is when I have my laptop out at home. Um, so, I mean, it just really was a different experience, and even even now, when I see the negative stories, I would say before I would probably click on, let's say 50% of the headlines I saw that were negative-based. Now it's maybe down to like less than one or two out of ten. Oh yeah, I don't click. I just scroll by them now. Yep, I just completely have ignored them. There, and... are, there are certain posts from certain people that I'll look at, you know, or certain organizations. Like the most of the stuff that that you know the new because news is important. You do kind of you do have to know what's going on, for the most part. But you also have to trust the places that are giving you the news, like. Ken and I always go to The Guardian. The Guardian is one that Ken and I... The BBC. Because <laughs> I, I don't really trust anything else. But even then, when you go through their page, it's, it's mostly negative. And then you still have to uh, have a discerning eye to catch those stories that may be slanted in some way, shape, or form. I look a lot at NPR. NPR um, is pretty good. But I, I'm very selective about what I read on NPR. Um, I find them to be more balanced with their news coverage than... Most, Most every other ever other other U.S. news outlet, but also um, one of the things I really like is that they have a fair amount of human interest stories, and the human interest stories are almost always positive, right? Um, which is something I really like. Um, ABC Twelve as well. Like, some, you're right. About seventy five percent of the stuff that you know leads their their stuff is negative, but again, the local news news organizations do a lot of human interest stuff. They do. And you see a lot of good videos where they're talking about what's going on in Flint and, and stuff like that, and and I enjoy seeing that stuff a lot. So, do you think there's a um, I don't know, like a, a trackable? I don't know. I'm losing the word. Um, NPR is partially funded by grants and their listenership directly. Yes. Yes. And they are also the, one of the most fair and balanced because they don't really have people that they're beholden to. They don't have a handler, yes. Right. They also are partially funded by the federal government. So, right. And so on that scale, can you track the dollar amounts that come from certain places like just directly and say, yes, these are the people who are influencing this? Yes, you can. Okay. Uh, NPR is a nonprofit corporation, and all of the, all of their records like that are published. Okay. They have, they're, they're they're required to be. So all all that's disclosed. They had they they issue they actually have to put out an, an annual audited financial statement, which shows you all of their revenues. Because they're a nonprofit. Because right. they're a nonprofit, and because they want to be open and for people to understand and which is why like Michigan Radio for example when you hear them talking about like Enbridge Energy they will disclose at the beginning of the news story that Enbridge is a sponsor of Michigan Radio mm-hmm. so they just, they're very good about disclosing those kinds of things too which is something that I appreciate and that is also something John and Thin and I have to do uh, for our job yes <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny <laughs> So, so since you since you stopped looking at all the negative stuff, Jonathan, what has improved? Oh, uh, my anxiety for sure is not as high as it was. 
So that was probably, and that was the main reason why I thought I needed to do it, and I was right. Hmm. Is it more like an existential angst about the state of the world? Honestly, no. Like, what he was talking about when he went camping, Mm -hmm. it's very similar to that. I still hear about the big stories. Like, I knew about the Walmart thing yesterday, right? Mm -hmm. Because I had heard that in passing in my house. Um, There was something the other day that I didn't know about that Pete brought up to me at work. You know, or... The Davidson football game because one of our other coworkers' kids plays on varsity. So I found out about that through him. So I didn't have to bother going and finding out. So really, I found that the stuff that even I would remotely care about still somehow finds its way to seep in. And I don't have to go to a source that has both the really negative stuff and the few positive things. It still just finds its way to me. And... I found that even if I don't know about it, in a sense, ignorance is bliss. In a way. Mm-hmm. You know, like there was the shooting the other day in Texas, right? Last week? Or over the weekend or whatever? Right, over the weekend. And and gun violence is bad, don't get me wrong. But in my world and in my life, that doesn't affect me. Directly. Or it didn't because you didn't know. It doesn't direct for me, you know, directly, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it also didn't because I didn't know. Am I sad and outraged about it? Yeah, it sucks. It was a stupid thing. The guy got around a loophole in our current system and still was able to get a gun. And that sucks. And government should work to fix it. But I'm not an activist for it, so nothing I can do or say. My question, here's a question. I'm going to throw this out there. What would make you an activist? Probably the same thing that what happens with everybody else. It affects, it affects them, them personally in their life, and that's normally what starts a person to be an activist. Because I guarantee you those people, those kids down in, in the school in Florida, uh, Lake, what was it? I can't remember the name of the city. Ken knows it. Oh, the Parkland kids? There Parkland. You. I knew it had park in it. I guarantee you those kids that are now in the activists for anti-gun stuff, they didn't think they were going to be doing that the day before that happened. Well, no, but, well, the reason why I asked that is in order to be an activist, does it really have to just be something that affects you personally? Because can you find the empathy to say that no more people along the United States have to go? Can that make you an I activist? I think empathy is a, is a thing that's dying I think so in too. our society. Um, and I think that uh, you're not you're you're not finding in the, in in the current social structure of our society, there aren't people who are actively interested in talking into their microphone. No, why would I want to do that? <laughs> it's way more comfortable for me to not do that. Thanks. All right, so the millennials who are ruining everything, ruiners. They are, generally speaking, more empathetic about things that do not directly affect them than previous generations. Yes. Um, so there is hope on the horizon. I take, I, I, I take solace in that. But by and large, activism is something that is 
not very present in the current, let's say, generation in power. Oh, no. Oh, no, it's not. Well, um, activism means that you have to commit your free time to doing something about it. Right. Like writing letters to your congressman, to going to rallies and posting right. things, Who yelling writes at letters? in person. Nobody. This That's is why, America, Dana. <laughs> there are some people. It doesn't matter how empathetic you are. If you aren't willing to you know, skip your trip up north to go skiing uh, or, or the barbecue on Sunday to go drive someplace that you don't want to be and yell at people who you don't like, you're, you're not doing anything. You're just... Right, and activism it, is, which is you why know, Jonathan that's quit what looking at that stuff. But in activism, that's what you—that's what you want to be doing. You want to be driving somewhere. It's not that you don't want to. You're not going to drive somewhere you don't want to go. You want to drive there. What would what would turn you into an activist, Dan? What would make you care? I think um, there. Okay, I think we have to decide more an activist about what though, because it really de- it depends on the. Topic. Okay, let's just well, let well we've been talking about gun violence. Let's just let's just stay on that. So, how would you be? What would make you be an activist that would make you want to go and probably just, you know, be mad and and devote your time to it? What would make you do that? See, it's so hard because then I'd have to schedule it on days when I don't have the kids. So it's like every other week maybe I could get a thing. And how are we going to get a whole rally together when I'm only available like every third Thursday in a month or something? Like I don't think it's possible no matter how mad I was. You don't like, think it's Some possible? people's lives just... It, it's up to, like, young single people with free time and enough money to make that their hobby to be activists. So Everybody else has shit to do. So something, so there's nothing that can happen that would make you say, okay, I'm done. I don't care about my job. I'm going to go make this right. Nothing. Well, I guess if both of my kids were dead and I didn't have things to worry about anymore, and I could make that my life's goal of So if a changing person came and shot your kid's school up and they passed you would then probably do something. Yeah, but it would probably be more along the lines of a Punisher revenge story. But I'd probably (laughs) also swing by a rally if there was one happening. Sure. Um, I think, in my case, to be an activist in that sense, there would have to be something happen to some very close people around me. Kind of like how Batman became Batman. Hmm. You know, his parents got shot, so he was like, no more crime. Right. But... Anyways, about the negativity, <laughs> we kind of got off the rim. No, again. this actually, this ties into it honestly because, um, for example, being an activist towards something is you think you're not being negative towards it, and you're trying to promote how enlightening people about the topic is a good thing, like Jenny McCarthy and her stupid uh, the anti-vaccine her vaccine thing. bullshit. Right. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And how that was not really a good. Plot or method to so take. you can be a misguided activist. Exactly. Well, and part of but well, activism is being passionate or is advocating for something that you're passionate about. Exactly. Right, but mostly, and this just kind of occurred to me, is especially what we're talking about right now in what activism is. It's going out and being against something. So nobody's going out and being for. Better are you, schools. Are you against something or are you for something? Because you could be for gun control. Right. Well, okay. I'm like against guns in general. But really what I should do with my time is make sure that the people in my community are safe and healthy and happy 
and then why would they go out and shoot people? Right. So start from the inside out and don't be, you can't be against guns because that's just never going to be work. You can be for safe, educated communities wherein the gun violence that's still going to happen, there's still always going to be crazy people. There's just going to be like complete freaking lunatics, but there aren't going to be angry young boys. Like maybe we can fix that problem is like, hey, make sure that mental health is available, people get talked to, make sure that parents are better people in general and making sure that their kids aren't horrible people and just from your community with the people that you know, the people you interact with, make sure that they're all good and then good things will hopefully keep happening and not, you know, like know who your neighbor kids are. You know, make sure that they're okay. Make sure that they understand right from wrong and hopefully at least you will have made those 10 kids not be murderers. So instead of being a national activist, you can be a neighborhood activist. Because no matter how much screaming you're going to do in the streets, you're not going to go fix guns. That's just not a thing. But exactly. maybe you can fix shooters. Right. Okay. Okay, but you're talking... You're, I mean, that's a, you're playing the long game now. That's the only game to play, right? <laughs> well, yeah, cause, but we've talked about this before. Like, destigmatizing mental health, that's a 20-year that's a objective. That's a generational thing. Yeah, you got to start sometime. But here's here's tying this back into the negativity. How does the media's negativity affect that, Dana? What you just said. Well, Copy because cats. it's like it's stressing out Jonathan. Right. It's stressing well, out these kids. It also makes it, it also makes the task look so large that you just get discouraged, and you right. don't want to you don't want to waste your you feel like you're wasting your time if you got involved. Because they they portray such a a, a a large overwhelming problem that there is no solution. There's no practical solution to it. And is the problem that large? No, it's really not. Not as large as they say. I mean, it might be big. The gun violence, for That's as an example, grandiose. gun violence is a is is a massive problem, and it's gonna it's, it's a societal it's an existential threat to society. It's an infrastructure problem. All things are infrastructure problems. I know, but that's the thing. I think every single thing. If you think about every almost every problem that we have as a society, it, it, it leads back to infrastructure in some way. It's bare bones of civilization has all been that you can get where you're going, do what needs to be done, and feed your family. Like, But that's not happening. Like you said, it doesn't even... We could have a billion more people in this country and be fine if our resources were managed properly. But... We have well, poor management I mean, you know, structure. Yeah, look at look, look at um, look at internet access. There are people in this country, in this state, who are still on dial-up. In this city, I know. I work they with have, one. They have no choice but to be on dial-up. Just in Lapeer, just because you just happen to live in the shitty road that nobody right. cares about. So, <laughs> but you think about like down south, where a lot of Poorly educated, and I'm not casting aspersions on Southern people. Statistically speaking, Southern states, Mississippi, Alabama, are very low ranked when it comes to education. They have shitty infrastructure. You can't get on the internet. You can't learn things mm -hmm. on the internet there. So it's an infrastructure problem. If you if you if you can use the, if you, if you can if you can build infrastructure that allows people to be educated, so they can get the better paying jobs and they can get more education, they can learn more stuff. The problem solves itself. Is negativity an infrastructure problem? Negativity is an infrastructure problem. Mm -hmm. So why? Because as you two have 
noticed. Um, already noticed. When you're when you're away from the infrastructure that that, that speeds up the delivery of negativity, it goes away. Right. I mean, it, it goes way back to to Rome and the Colosseum. It's re- a distraction. I want to read this. Yep. This is from uh, Reddit today from Life Pro Tips. If you quit watching the 24-hour news cycle, life is happier. The news is designed to alarm and outrage you. There's not much you can do about it anyhow. The news cycle produces a false picture of life by accentuating the negative events. An informed electoral is essential, but a short weekly uh, pursuing of the major headlines with any additional web search for points of interest or depth is plenty enough to keep informed. Balance it out by seeking the positive acts of human beings. You'll be a lot happier and see that humans are wonderful creatures. So let me. Uh, so I'm going to share you, with you guys briefly my experience. I don't. You'll notice the TV when you come to my house. The TV is never on. We don't turn. We don't turn the TV on unless we're going to actually going to watch something. I'm not a person who has the TV on in the background for noise. Okay. We gave up. Gave up cable back in like 2009, I think. When I, when I moved back down here from up north, decided not to get cable because summer was coming and we're, I wasn't going to be home. It was just going to be a waste of money. Ever since then, I do I cannot have the TV on just to have for the sake of having it on. So I don't in, I don't I don't immerse myself in the twenty four hour news cycle. I listen to NPR in the morning, from the time I leave the house until noon, absolutely no later than noon. And typically, that's I get the morning national news, I get. BBC for an hour, so we get world news, and then I listen to 1A because I enjoy the program. From that point in the afternoon, I check out of the news. I'm, I, I, I put on music. I, I want to enjoy my life, and I'm pretty sure that my office mate prefers that because I'm not burdening him with having to listen to my news broadcasts. I, 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 I'm on Facebook and Instagram multiple times a day. I'm on Twitter at least once, usually just to... Kind of check because I, I I I use Twitter as a news source, um, and I follow on all of on all media platforms. I follow my preferred news organizations: NPR, BBC. I even follow CNN and Fox News, just so that I'm seeing everything. I do not find the internet to be a negative. It can be, but I pick and choose what I allow myself to get involved with, and what I see and what I consume. And I'm one of the happiest people you're going to meet. And being off of Facebook, it works for you, awesome. I like being on Facebook, and the reason I like being on Facebook is that every now and then I get to check in with someone who I don't, who I who who has been a part of my life at some point that I like, that I get to see very often. I get to I, I get to see photos of their kids' first day of school, and um, I like to you know it reminds me of their birthday, so I can send them a little birthday greeting and say hi, how are you. That's the kind of thing I like to do with my social media. It's, it's, it's not necessarily cutting yourself off from it. It's like the post that Jonathan just read. Be selective. Be smart. Be more sensible yeah. about it, you know? Be smart about it. And generally speaking, I think Instagram is a happier place than Facebook. Yeah, as long as you don't go into the comments. <laughs> never oh, read the comments. Yeah, I never read the comments. I never just, read the comments anywhere. That's I'm, assu- like I'm just one. consuming that visual... And it's very enjoyable. The people that comment on this stuff are like the dregs of society. No. And you remember, too, I'm not 100% Facebook free. I, well, I, I have to use it for my job, so. I mean, I'm still on it every probably 
I've been really busy last during this time too, though, so that's kind of helped towards that. But I mean, I was on it yesterday for maybe half an hour, just catching up with some stuff, seeing where people were doing. Like Ken said, seeing the first day of school pictures for some of them and stuff like that. So. Being on social media is good in that I get to enjoy, I get to celebrate with people when things good, when things are good, and I get to mourn with them when they're bad. It helps me feel connected to people. So that's, that's my experience with Facebook uh, and social media, and it's really you control the negativity that you allow in your life. I think that's really what it is. So this article is called why we consume negative news. And the second highlight of it is, did you know that we are actually living in the most peaceful time in human history? What do you, how do you, what do you take of that sentence? What's their, what, I, what, what is their true. criteria? Did you know that we are living in the most peaceful time in human history? As we evolve as a species, there's a trend towards growing kindness as predicted by Charles Darwin. Why, while he is remembered as the man who brought us survival of the fittest, Darwin also argued that our tendencies towards sympathy are instinctual and evolved, and we are even stronger than the instinct for self-preservation. Although the media would have us believe that violence is more prevalent than ever, the facts show the reverse. In the New York Times bestseller, The Better Angels of Our Nature, Steven Pinkner explains that, in fact, violence has declined over the long stretches of history, and we are now living in the most peaceful time in human history. He credits the change to, the, to four forces. The rise of modern nation-state and uh, judiciary, yep. commerce, feminization, and cosmopolitanism, and the escalator of reason. Escalator of reason. Did I say that right? It's next yeah, to the stairway did. to heaven. It's next to the stairway to heaven. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> Escalator it of reason. Off a it doesn't go just. It doesn't go quite as high. Right. But it goes there a lot faster. <laughs> uh, Pinker argues that a combination of these forces has allowed our uh, our better angels to prevail and violence to decline. And what are these better angels? According to Pinker, they are empathy, self control, a moral sense, and reason. Abraham Lincoln famously used these words in the close of his first inaugural, uh, inaugural address where he said that the Union will be healed when again touched as surely they will be by the better angels of our nature. He goes on to say, Violence was necessary for our ancestors. Our fight-or-flight response is deeply ingrained into our brain. We could not survive without it. It is fast, automatic, and essential. But in our modern and very complex world, it often gets triggered when not needed. When arguing with a loved one, sometimes we feel as if we are threatened and our flight or f fight or flight response kicks in. Our blood pressure rises, our heart rate spikes, and we are ready for battle. Not too helpful when your partner's spouse simply asks if you picked up dinner or why you were late again. We all know that feeling. Examples abound how our ancient circuitry gets activated over relatively trivial offenses. Think of road rage. So it looks like, going forward in this, um, the problem, the reason why we go to negative is because our brains are wired to look for danger. We haven't outlived that. 
Our prehistoric ancestors danger, survived. Will Robinson, yeah. Danger. Yeah. They survived because they were the ones of the best at spotting danger, and pl- and they passed those genes to us. So now we look for danger everywhere we go, which is why we see the negative more often than the positive. Right. Um, they actually blame the National Enquirer Inquirer, for just... exploiting this trait by showing us graphic images. That's what news has become. That's exactly what yep. news has become. Yep. News has become the yep. National Enquirer. It started as a joke. And then some people took it too seriously. Well, they're just like The Onion. You're talking about that website. started as right. a joke, and suddenly it's more accurate than you, than most. Right? That's the funny one where, like, The Onion posts, and The Onion closes because it is unable to make up things more ridiculous than what's actually going on. But I think we just need to reevaluate what danger means. I like this paragraph. The media surrounds us with negativity, and I do mean surrounds. Our bodies react by secreting cortisol, cortisol, which raises our levels of anxiety, depression, and paranoia, which in turn makes us consume even more of the toxic media. That's the cycle that drives the news business. Right. It's a, it is a business, and their headlines they create and the pictures that they post are, are done for a reason, and that's to get you to click on something or to scare you. Like every Notice how every storm is the worst storm ever, mm-hmm. or every blizzard is... Snowmageddon. Right. Snowpocalypse. 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 I remember the last dun, snowpocalypse. Dun, like dun. they were really they were really bummed out when this hurricane didn't didn't show to be as strong as possible. The polar vortex, man. Oh yeah, polar right? vortex. Yeah, I saw a couple of things where they were kind of joking about the 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 news organizations just pushing for landfall and they were pushing for the storm to be stronger than it was like and all this stuff and it just like wasn't happening the way they wanted it yeah, to like Jim, their narrative wasn't playing out well, Jim Cantori was foaming, foaming at the mouth to get out on the you know out in the storm and his in, in his in his weather channel windbreaker and yeah I saw so you know they always send the correspondent down there I saw a correspondent in Florida and it looked fine behind her she says well you know the hurricane's tapering off but we're gonna show you this how it devastated this island. You know, well, we found something broken. We found something go. broken. We're going to show it to you. I mean, I mean, it's bad that it devastated the island, yeah. and we should be helping that be, island. Be it always, remi- it always reminds me of that one video clip where she's sitting in a canoe, and then two guys just walk past. Exactly. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, I mean, that's the kind of bullshit that they do. There's no reason for that. <laughs> so, funny. so sad that that's a thing. Yeah, like that happened. That's a that's a thing. Then there's yeah. the lady that got knocked out by the stop sign. Well, what now? She's on. She's reporting, and the stop sign just comes and takes her out. Okay, well that was real. <laughs> I know, right? And and now we learn something. That's a real storm. Yeah, that's a real storm. Thank <laughs> you. Or there was just the the the, the guy right driving the van just pulled up a stop sign and right. just wailed, bam! Like oh, it was fake, fake news. <laughs> so what's your take? Do you feel the world has a higher negativity? pull or is it just how you experience it well i think i think if the news reported things accurately and i think if the let's just pretend the internet didn't exist and we just had the news to go by i think things would be people have a more positive outlook because part of my job is talking to people in organizations all over the city, and these are great people that the news never touches, never touches what they're doing, never touches any of it. You know, it's all about the murders and the homicides. So you think it's like this gangster wasteland, but it's not. Right. 
Yeah, I think they're just... No, I think we all know it's a teenage wasteland. <laughs> millennial wasteland, That's thank true. you. That's true. Focus on the wrong dangers. Is like, why isn't there a twenty-four hour news cycle about what senators are doing, what money they're taking, what bills they're proposing, and why? Like, because that would be accurate, right? That would be genuine danger. Because nobody like, wants the country. to see it. Whether or not someone got murdered in New Jersey, nobody wants. Nobody wants to know how the sausage is made. I do. I, do. I want to know. I actually enjoyed watching that episode of How It's Made. Gross me out, but I still want to know how it's made. Did it really gross you out, though? Yeah, uh, not really, because I know what the end product is. Delicious, delicious, deliciousness. You need tummy. bones and teeth in there. Hey, bones like, and teeth, buddy. People love That's to what the s- grinders for. People right? love to see how things are made if you show them. Like, what's the clip from uh, Mister Rogers that everybody the knows? Is how the crayons are made, right? It's the best episode. How you know, the, the sausage being made is a metaphor for how government functions, right? <laughs> right. Like that's what I'm talking about. Nobody wants to see that stuff. It's not interesting. It's interesting to me. It's interesting to you, but you're in the minority. It's interesting to me too. I like but that you and stuff, I are though. freaks, Pete. Well, Danon's interested in that also. No, not really. I wouldn't watch that show, but I want you to watch that show. Oh. I would watch how the actual sausage got made, but how the government gets made because they're stupid people, anyways. I really don't care. Yeah, that's... see, that's this is the problem. Even in this room, we're almost in the minority. Right, you and I. Yeah, I want to know how it works. I went, I went to the House, and I went to the Senate, and I sat on that shit. You know why? You, you know why you didn't learn anything there? Because there that's there. not where it happens. No, that's I where know. the cameras are. It, happen, cameras it happens are. in bars and restaurants and closed-door meetings. Mm-hmm. That's and what two I guys want. walking along the river. We need TMZ of, of Washington. TMDZ. Yeah, we need paparazzi stalking these people. 24 hours a day, finding out where they're going, who they're talking to, pictures of everybody. That's yeah. Do the TMZ style. Genius. Do a do a TMZ style <laughs> show where they're just like sitting around a, a bullpen, just like talking right. about what's going on in Washington right now. And, That's awesome. And then and then cut to video of them chasing down like uh, yeah, chasing down Mitch McConnell, Mitch Turtle Moscow, Club, Moscow Mitch, Mitch Turtle Club McConnell. Pulling out who's got like a drinking problem, who's with the prostitutes, why they're in this place, that place. We need. That's the journalism that we need is people hey, you to know, just stalk the shit. You know what the advantage of that would be is if that stuff gets brought out to light, there's no way to blackmail somebody for that. Right? Right. It isn't. That that helps the helps the people getting blackmailed out. Right. And it would put a few more photographers in business, so There you go. I think that's it. Is that it for our day? No, we have more quick. Oh my god, really? I thought we had to be mm-hmm. done in like seven minutes. Yeah, we ain't got time for that. We got seven minutes, man. Ain't nobody got time for that. I mean, we can read the quips, but we can't talk about them. Right. Just know that there exists a fish cannon. Pneumatic tube. It's more like a bank tube than a cannon. Still kind of cool. You guys should also know that the Catholics of Tennessee are concerned that somebody's going to cast spells with Harry Potter. <laughs> right, because those spells are true. It's That's Wingardium right. Leviosa. Because, yeah, because clearly J.K. Rowling is a witch. Mm-hmm. A witch? He's a witch! Oh. It's a witch! Turn me into a newt. I got better. <laughs> well, the Codfather can't fish ever, ever again. That sucks That's for him. sad. He should join the Indian tribe. And, I, and, and I'm going to wait to read mine because I looked through it and it's way too hilarious not to read the entire thing. Mm. So, right. I guess we can say... 
Stay tuned. <laughs> tune, tune in next week. Well, same bat time, same bat channel. No, right. And we will have one more thing to is do. Is it the question? It is the question uh, of the week. And last week's question of the week was... Was... If humans still exist in 10,000 years' time, what do you think civilization will look like? Flying cars and dirty parts. I don't know. Everybody no. would ascend you think to a higher have, you think that You think that's going to be the time we have flying cars, finally? Yes, finally. I would think... Well, it depends on whether or not we meet aliens. Because <laughs> then there's the opportunity for a brand new arms race. But if there are still only humans and we have managed to survive for 10,000 years, it is because we have learned how to get along. I'm with him. And that's why it works. Yeah. So I think it's going to be way more Star Trek than... Uh, oh, we're going to have like a federation? and. Well, yeah. I mean, but that's still a military force out to colonize the universe. But... Actually, the federation's... The Starfleet's not a military force. It's an exploration force. Yeah, it's science, man. Why are all their ranks in Navy? Because it's a show that was written. The National Aeronautic, the, the National Air, uh, Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration has ranks like the Navy too. Mm. They're not a military organization. Covert. Neither I mean, is the, those guys are. Neither, 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 neither is the uh, the U.S. Uh, Public Health Service. I believe it's because it's a ship. Yeah, it's because it has a. They captain. just like boats. Ships yeah. have captains and hose. Right. They're like boats, boats and hose. There has to be a hierarchy boats of the boat the because otherwise somebody it's just has chaos. to be in command. Yeah, because otherwise we all just go crazy. I don't know. They seem to be phasering up the world a lot. They do well. They put them on stun an awful lot. But if you notice, yeah, they don't go around actively looking for fights. No. They nah, respond when a fight comes to them. Yeah, they yeah. don't put their dukes up immediately. That's really the best we can hope for. Is we only murder people when we need to. Yes, that's right. That's yeah. That's, right. that's it, pretty much. Okay, that's the best we can hope for. That's my go-to anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess is in ten thousand years we're either all going to be dead or at least off. To, at least a good portion of us will be off this planet. Oh, you think we're, we're off this planet? Oh, I think we'll sure. have to. Yeah, well, I don't think we'll have a choice. I think Mars? we'll still be in solar system. No, we'll, 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 well be we like on yeah. our way to Earth 2. Like, yeah. It'll be, it'll be the Great Migration. Mm. Living we, inside we might, Mars. We might be able to build something big enough that we actually can tow the planet with us. <laughs> we're going to tow the planet? And people just have to live underground. We're going to have like yeah. a galactic tugboat? Yep. <laughs> we're going to slingshot I guess what that's gonna happen. the other planet. And it's going to have... And what, a captain. Yeah, by, by by what method do we keep the planet spinning in order to maintain gravity? Oh, it would stop spinning. So there'd be no gravity. Well, Are you sure that, that depends on the spin, I don't Mr. Think Physics? Yeah, I don't think... We don't know what gravity is spin. yet. If we can move the planet, we can't spin it? Just why, put some rockets on either side of it? Why would we take it with us? <laughs> keep it moving? Well, how is, you can't Let's put, just go to... An, it's easier to just move to a new one. If we can come up with technology to move the planet, we can just come up with the technology to just move ourselves to another one. Well, why not build something around the planet and take it with us? Right. Like, why? you're going to build an Earth-sized spaceship or just put rockets on the planet and fly Well, the, one, the movie version of this, they put rockets on the planet and pulled it away, and it did stop the rotation. Have you ever been to Epcot? Spaceship Earth, man. <laughs> I don't know. Right. If, if McGrathia can do it, we can do it. Right. I said we build it around the planet and just pull it with us. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. I mean, because it. I mean, honestly, we're not going to be traveling at light speed, so it's going to be like ten thousand years to get to the next thing. We're going to be oh, we're going to be here for a while. So we want to be comfy. That's going to be a really long you know, time to get to the next thing. It's a couple layers away. Stuff is. I mean, you're yeah. talking a couple million years to get there. Well, it depends on how fast we can get it spinning. 
or shooting through space, just constantly accelerating. Just wormholes. Ion oh, you're c- constantly accelerate. Wormholes. Yeah. Okay. I guess you're gonna do it that way. Yes. Can move, so when we finally get there, I guess they can move the Death Star through hyper to, through hyperspace. There you go. Yeah. Right. So and next week's question of the week <laughs> is, can humanity ever come together around a common cause, or are we all too selfish as individuals? I picked that as you were saying that statement five minutes ago. So, all right, guys. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed this edition of the Vlix podcast, and we'll, we will catch you next time. Yay! Peace. <laughs>